Welcome to Universal Wink. I'm Wynn Thornley. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can find yourself an authentic healer, reader, or aroma expert in an unregulated industry. Recently, I've had a few of my professional colleagues and clients ask me to do an episode on how to sort through all the noise and find an authentic healer. This ask came right after I would hear these folks tell me a story about a horrible experience they had with another psychic, Reiki practitioner, or something of the like. The energetic and psychic industry is like any other. We have the cream of the crop and the cockroaches. It always pains me to hear stories that involve folks in my industry doing shady business. So I wanted to start this episode by giving you a couple of examples of experiences that have been shared with me that kind of make my head spin a little bit. Let me know if any of it sounds familiar to you or if someone you know has shared a similar experience. The first story I will share involved a good friend of mine. She called me up one night a couple of years ago and shared an experience with me that involved her dropping her name in the comments on the post on Facebook that was advertising free readings. You know the ones. They're always saying whoever drops their name into the comments, I'll give you a free card pull or the first 10 people to leave their name will get a reading. Anyway, she received her initial reading and all seemed well. The next thing she knew, this freebie reader was bombarding her messages saying she had a horrible curse attached to her ancestral lineage and how they were the only healer in the world that was skilled enough to break this curse. But now she had to pay up front and it would take a few sessions to clear this up the right way. My friend was so shook Like she began to not even trust her own inner knowingness. And to me, that's a really big issue. In the next incident I want to share, this one is actually from a client of mine who's given me permission to share this experience. So buckle up because I was pretty astonished to hear this. So a few months ago, a long-term client of mine was encouraged to book in with an elite price psychic medium that was highly recommended. This is good. I absolutely encourage my clients and students to explore other readers and teachers. But what blew my mind was the experience this elite psychic left my client with. What was shared was this elite psychic was channeling doom and gloom information. Things like how many times my client's ex really cheated on them, how their ex would have a happy and abundant life, and how my client was doomed to suffer a couple more years before picking up all the pieces, among some other stuff. I was all like, what is going on? I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but I know from experience that if you are with a reader who is truly hooked into angelic the angelic realm and higher, the universal life force, you're going to experience solutions to your problems, a sense of calm, and you will feel supported and loved. Our angels would never pass along information that would be detrimental to our growth. A professionally trained reader will also hold caution and avoid reading someone else's energy who's not even in the room because that would be considered crossing boundaries and permissions. And besides, it also feels kind of gross, right? An integral reader will always keep the session about you. What's your role in any given relationship or situation as much as possible? They'll also pass on things like homework and guidance intended to help you break past negative patterns. Unfortunately, 
my client left that session a little shattered and a whole lot confused. So with those two stories as examples, among many others that have been shared with me over the years, I decided that yes, this episode, it's time for it to be created. So here we are. Did you know that this, the Reiki, psychic mediumship, and even aromatherapy, they're all considered unregulated industries? So how do you find someone to work with that is credible, integral, and actually knows what they're doing? I want to share with you a few things that are your responsibility when searching for and actually sitting with a reader of any kind. I will also talk about how to spot red flags and when it might be time to walk away and find somebody new. Since we're talking about unregulated industry, there's got to be some way to find legit psychics, energy workers, and aromatherapists. Our friends do all the time, right? So one good avenue that I like to uh, put out there for you is to look up membership associations within these industries. I've been combing through the internet for the last few years, and I found a few associations in my industry that are legit and really seemed aligned with trust, value, and top shelf experience. Let me give you the list of the top associations for Reiki, psychic mediumship, and aromatherapy that are in Canada, and some of them are actually connected internationally. Let me begin with the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists. I will be renewing my student membership with the CFA this year. Their website is a great resource for all levels of aromatherapists and people searching for those who are practicing aromatherapy professionally. They have three membership tiers that include student, non-practicing, and practicing aromatherapists. Only the practicing and non-practicing members are eligible to vote in any association meetings. You can find out which aromatherapy schools are actually recognized by the CFA. You can read articles that are created by the members and find aroma-based courses for continued education. On a side note, I want you uh, to know that if you want to become a practicing member with the CFA, you must continue to upgrade your education and stay current with industry standards to maintain this level of membership, which I think is pretty fantastic. Next is the British Columbian Association of Aromatherapists, also known as the BCAOA. I took a look through their website and they're pretty similar to the CFA and the NAHA, which I'll talk about next. Lots of information to comb through and their membership levels also include student, practicing and non-practicing professionals. Last for the Aromatherapy Associations is the National Association of for Holistic Aromatherapy, also known as the NAHA. I poked around their site for a little bit. They also have various tiers of memberships and lots of information on education opportunities and finding aromatherapists in your area. Next, I wanted to talk about the Canadian, American, and UK Association of Psychics and Healers. The Canadian, American, and UK branches all have their own website, but they're all connected to the same gal. Uh, You know what? Actually, you should check my show notes uh, for all the websites to all of these membership associations that I'll be sharing in this episode, plus something else later. If you're curious, check them out. Back to the Canadian Association of Psychics and Healers. Uh, So they do have an application process for anyone wanting to become a member. And within the app and website they have, you can find articles and a photo section where users can upload paranormal photos for discussion. I really like how they do interviews and testing to determine quality members. So I applied. More in a future uh, episode about my experience with that process. Okay, so watch for that later. 
For Reiki, there's a couple sites that I've checked out and feel really aligned with. Uh, there are some other associations outside these two, but these are just the ones that I feel most aligned with. So do some extra research if you feel the need. The first is the Canadian Reiki Association. This is a great space to find a practitioner, classes, and members' content. They recognize first degree, second degree, and mastery practitioners. They recognize animal Reiki practitioners and masters who also teach. It's an awesome resource. Search them out on social media as well. You can follow along without actually being a member, so that's kind of nice too. Next is an association uh, that I'm a lifetime member of, the Reiki Healing Association. Here you can search for a Reiki practitioner and intuitive services, workshops, and articles from the professionals. For the members, there are a lot of perks in the area of lead magnets, extra education, and marketing courses. This is kind of what drew me more to the Reiki Healing Association. It's really nice to have um, the perks of being recognized as a member and a space to advertise, but I really like the extensive social media course and lead magnets that the Reiki Healing Association offers the members. It just really adds a lot of value to my membership with them. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, to become a member of most of these associations takes more than just applying and paying a fee. The Canadian Reiki Association and the three aromatherapy associations absolutely require potential members to submit documented proof of things like where they studied, who they studied under, and course, of com- uh, com- course completion certificates. If you want to have a master teacher membership status uh, with the Canadian Reiki Association, you must provide case studies on top of your certificates. So it is a pretty big deal that these associations are beginning to weed out the fakes and the healers who actually lack some integrity. As I mentioned before, it was really refreshing to learn that the Canadian Association of Psychics and Healers, uh, they are application-based as well. Uh, So it's kind of nice that they do a little bit of deep screening on potential members. You know, we're getting closer and closer to having some type of governing bodies, which is cool. Now, before you start combing through social media and the internet, checking out all the options available for healers, you should actually begin your search well before that step. I want you to start your search by asking yourself, why? Why are you looking for a reader, healer, or teacher in the spiritual, aromatic, or energetic arts? There are all levels of professionals in the spirituality industry. You should think about why you're being drawn to find a healer so that you can begin to better align with the right healer. Let me give you a little bit of an example. Say you're wanting to talk with a crossed over loved one. You would have greater success booking in with a reader who specializes in mediumship of that kind than heading to the local Reiki master. Now, this is not saying that a Reiki master cannot connect with Grandpa Joe, but what I'm getting at is finding the right reader who specializes in what you're looking for will offer you better experience. And now we're in a time when there's a lot of different healers who specialize in a lot of different things that are available to you. Next, I would like you to consider setting a budget and try not to pick your healer based on their pricing list or social media celebrity status. This is not always accurately reflecting the actual value of the psychic or the service that you're about to receive. You will find amazingly gifted readers, Reiki practitioners, and aromatherapists at all price points, as well as the fakes, phonies, and amateurs. Seriously, from cheap, cheap, all the way to elite pricing. 
since you're dealing with an unregulated industry, someone who takes only a one weekend card reading course can charge the same as a practitioner who is at a mastery level degree in their Reiki studies with years of education and experience invested in their gifts. There's no regulation. And I see a lot of folks in the industry either overvaluing themselves or undervaluing themselves. And it's usually the fantastic readers that are undervaluing themselves. So I'm just going to say that, right? Set a minimum and a maximum price you'd be willing to invest at this stage of your healing journey. And then you can start asking around. Begin by asking your friends, Search those member websites that I mentioned earlier, check out social media or head to the Google, right? So whoever comes up for you through whatever source that you trust the most, please make sure to also look up their recommendations online anyway. Check out their websites, see if they have any certified training, read the reviews on their social media pages and on Google My Business. And most importantly, pay attention to how you feel when you're doing so. I love my friends as much as the next gal, but remember that the person they recommend may not always work for you. I think it's always a great place to start and you may find great success with the same reader as your friend, but make sure you feel them out for yourself before rushing to book in, you know? Uh, If your search leads you to someone else different than who your friend advised, honor this. Your good friends will always support your choice. So don't worry about hurting anybody's feelings. You got to feel good about your choice and comfortable getting to your reading. So that kind of leads me to my next point. What happens if you get to your reading, you're jazzed up at first, and then you start to not feel so good about it anymore as the reading starts to progress. You absolutely have permission to walk away. An integral reader, healer, or any kind of alternative practitioner will absolutely honor this too. And they may actually already feel that there's a better modality or professional who can suit your needs. You never have to sit to the end and pay for a session that you're not enjoying. If a reader gets upset, trust me that it has more to do about them than it does about you. Remember that client I told you about earlier? She let me know that she wished she would have known she had the choice to get up and leave. She felt guilty wanting to leave. She felt maybe she was wrong feeling unsettled that maybe the reader, you know, it would get better or that aha moment would come just like it did for her friend. But it didn't. You should always feel safe and engaged with any healing or reading session that you're having. If you're getting doom and gloom channeling situations, Uh, session or you start to feel creeped out or feel like this person is just pushing products more sessions or teachings on you that you really don't need you absolutely have the freedom to walk away you never have to commit to another session or course if it does not feel good for you to do so use that experience if it ends up being a little bit off at the start use that experience to begin your search again energy doesn't lie I know I repeat it over and over and over. I'm sure my students are tired of hearing me saying it, but it's so true. Energy doesn't lie. So you have to listen to how you feel. And if the energy doesn't feel good and it isn't calming, then potentially they're not fully tapped into the source. They're running with ego or potentially doing dirty energy work. A really good healing session will feel good from the beginning to the end. So one last thing before I start to get into red flags, 
please be wary of free readings. As you can see from the story I shared earlier, places like Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms are filled with psychics and intuitives offering free carpools, free video readings, and sometimes even free email readings. Beware. Please use your guts. See how you feel. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of these professionals have nothing but a loving intention with these readings. They use it for marketing, to expand their reach, and to connect with their clients on a different level. I totally support that. However, for those who are not as integral, you have now potentially left an open invitation for your energy to be run whenever and however this reader sees fit if you're dropping your name in the comments. There's usually no opening or ending ending contracted time for this connection and this can lead to the contract never being closed and what you've done is you've left yourself vulnerable to be read or energetically tampered with anytime. I personally don't do free readings. This is for a couple of reasons. Mainly I feel like channeling or a Reiki session it's sacred and it should be private. My next reason comes from my own personal experience of giving free readings and services. Honestly, the energy is just not used effectively without some type of exchange. Sometimes I was left feeling drained for days after, especially if it was something like a Facebook live video reading. As people kept revisiting the video, it would run the energy again. As I grew as a healer and understood more about energetics and what we put out into the world, I learned what works for me and what doesn't. Even if I did up my energetic protection for the free readings, I still felt out of balance due to the energy not being used effectively. So I listened to myself, I listened to my guides, and I quit that practice earlier in my career. I did actually go back and delete all the videos that were free card pulls or readings or free live group readings. This was not only for my clients' privacy, uh, but it was also for my own energetic protection. If you offer free readings in your biz, all power to you. I mean, I just choose not to, and I always tell my clients to hold caution as well. I believe people should be investing in their healing and investing in their healers. You will get uh, much better results. I absolutely guarantee it. Many healers and readers are open to bartering. Did you know that? So if you're ever tight on cash, but you feel like you really require a session, Connect with your trusted healing professional and ask if they would be open to receiving in a unique way. You might be surprised. So let's talk about some red flags now. One of the biggest to look for is healers that are claiming to be the be all to end all. They are the only ones that can cure the problem or the only ones the archangels speak through or the only ones that can remedy your soul. I quickly Googled Psychic Scam Canada. And the first few articles spoke about clients being cheated out of 60 plus thousands of dollars in psychic service fraud. The articles tell you a little bit about the psychics who scam the people out of those dollars by making big claims to health and wealth. My guts are telling me that one of two things have occurred here. One, like my friend, these clients were told that no other healer could help them clear a curse or heal an illness, or what have you, and continue to book these clients in over and over and over, offering little results. Second, 
the psychic may have had something on the client or made the clients feel this way and maybe began blackmailing them. I don't know for sure, but what I do know is that there's not one healer out there that has all the answers. That comes from ego. There is always someone who has trained more, who has more experience, who is more in tune with their gifts, or offers a different perspective. Integral practitioners will always refer out if your concerns are not in their scope of expertise. The next red flag I would like to talk about is practitioners that are using fear and trauma tactics. This can be done through advertising in a way that triggers people or within a session, like in that client story that I shared earlier. The practitioner involved in that session was passing along negative messages and looking to validate their elite channeling skills through revisiting past pain and giving extra information where it was not asked for, nor where it was beneficial. Even as the session progressed, my client said that there seemed to be no information offered on how they could shift, change, or heal the situation, which is exactly what our angels and guides of the light do, guys. So whether this practitioner was fully aware or not, this is what I would consider a fear and trauma tactic. One reading like this has the potential to take a person hundreds of steps back in their healing journey. There is no benefit in reopening old wounds that are in the process of healing. These types of sessions can make someone believe that they are more broken than they originally thought and have them convinced that they should continue to book unnecessary sessions or stop a certain path that they're on in an attempt to heal themselves. The really good practitioners out there will offer homework or some type of action step to healing for you. They will even share simple energy work techniques or meditations that you can try at home. This is so that their clients can continue doing the healing work after the session is done. One thing authentic readers and healers will never do is focus solely on the negative. Not all sessions are rainbows and pixie dust. I can guarantee that sometimes unpleasant realizations do come through. The authentic practitioners may have to reveal the dark for you, but they're always going to be there to show you the way back to the light. In the realm of workshops and courses, I ask that you hold caution with teachers that rise their system of energy healing or other intuitive development above others, claiming that it is the best or superior to others or making unrealistic health claims, especially if this sales pitch is that their system is the only true way to connect to the universal life force or to your spirit guides correctly. There are so many ways to learn and so many teachers to seek in these times. If you're thinking about honing your psychic skills or learning more about energy work, again, you have to first decide a couple of things. How much time are you ready to commit to this learning journey? It could be something like a book that gets you going. Maybe it's a weekend workshop that's a better fit for you. Perhaps you're actually ready to dive deep with a mentor for six to 12 months. Think about what stage you're at right now, the natural next step, and how much time you're ready to commit to working with a mentor. Next, set a budget, just like what I spoke about before. What is the least amount you'd be willing to invest in your tuition at this time? And what is the most that you're able to commit to comfortably? This is an investment in your personal growth 
So consider splurging on yourself a little bit and align with a credible teacher. This is kind of like a red flag I want you to consider when you're now working with a mentor or teacher. They always seem to be trying to sell you into their next course, mastermind, or session package instead of actually mentoring you. I understand that as a one-woman small business show, that upselling and introducing your clients to the newest thing you got going on, it's all part of business. That's fine, and it's absolutely appropriate in the right situation. What I'm talking about is when you're finished taking a great course with a mentor and, you know, you kind of want to revisit some of the material you just covered, but you may not really have good grasp on. You reach out for a little bit of help and clarity. And the first thing they do is mention that you should take their next course or book a private session. I want you to take a little bit of a step back for a second. I'm a master teacher. And I'm always happy to offer clarity at the level of learning my students have just taken with me without extra charge, but also within reason. I won't do channeling or healing work as a quick favor or even a quick question. But what I will assist my students with is when they get hung up on the information they just learned. I mean, if there's absolutely a true block or if the student is ready to level up, I will also be honest and let them know this. Whether they end up booking in with me or are guided elsewhere is absolutely fine, as long as they are getting what they need to move forward again. So be wary of teachers who try to hold you too close, talk to you in a condescending manner, or make you feel like they're withholding information just to book another session with you. This has more to do with their growth as a teacher than it does about you, so don't take it personally. It's a competitive world out there, and sometimes even spiritual gurus can lose themselves for a minute. I'm hoping to hearing your opinion on how you find your right fit for your personal and spiritual development. Feel free to leave me a recorded message on my anchor page, and I might even share it on a future episode. Part of the reason why I started Universal Wink is for sharing what it can really be like to grow and live inspired. As we practice personal development, sometimes our perspectives of what we once learned and believed can change, and this is natural. By sharing our experience of growth and expansion, we offer a safe place for others to do the same. So leave me a message and let's create a conversation together. Anywho, all that being said about red flags and such, all I'm trying to get across in this episode is please be mindful of what feels aligned to your path. You should never feel pressured to buy a course, session, or any other product from a professional healer. If you do, then you have the power to say no. The right fit is just around the corner, and I want you to know that finding the right alternative healing practitioner for your needs should happen easily, and you should always feel good about the process from the start to the end. If you've been seeing professionals in the healing arts for a while now, you'll know exactly what I mean. Share this with your friends. The right practitioner might be that person who is at a farmer's market and charging 20 bucks, but gives you the best insight for a recent problem you've been working through. You may even feel guided to see an elite professional master healer who's pushing you to the next level with ease. Always be open to having the right person showing up at the right time and use the power of your intuitive mind tweet out those who you are just not aligned to. Thank you so much for popping by this episode and spending some time with me today. I really appreciate you being here. 
If you enjoyed today's topic of interest and other episodes I've released recently, I ask that you please leave a star rating and a review on the podcast provider that you're listening to me through right now. It really helps others find our community and it allows me to continue improving the episodes that I put out for you. I also invite you to follow me on my website, Facebook, and Instagram. Search Winds Soul Remedies. You will be able to keep up with all the new events and products that are coming out, including the official release date of my first professionally produced Reiki infused guided meditation song. It's called The Empath's Remedy, and I'm excited to be releasing this project in early March. I worked with Michael Eight, who is flexing his amazing skills as a music producer full-time in Calgary. Check out my show notes to find links to Michael's fan pages, his band page Septembrio, and make sure to give him a like and follow. You can also check out Septembrio's full-length albums and singles available on your music streaming platform. I'm really proud of the work that we accomplished together, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you all soon. Again, Thank you so much for sticking around till the end. I look forward to sharing the next episode with you soon. Take good care.